We've got uh, Ron Romanelli with us. We've got Brian Bittler, two of the hottest cappers on the board. And then we've got the Puck Dogs, Chris Ruffalo and Rod Zawacki. I believe Chris got some revenge yesterday from, uh, from, his, from his Thursday that he claimed he would get revenge from. and He did. Always a good feeling. But, uh, of course, always good to talk to all of you and spend my Saturday mornings with you. And, uh, of course, with these guys, um, bring them in. Good morning, everyone. And uh, Brian, knocking the cover off the ball. Absolutely red hot. People say, I, you know, I'm always picking on Brian or whatever. It's like, believe me, if I picked on him hard enough, he wouldn't be on the show. And you guys didn't hear my, my tirade about somebody else before the show. So you, wouldn't, you don't even know that. <laughs> Romanelli wiped that smile off your face. <laughs> we got the smart guy here, Ron Romanelli. <laughs> Brings up the GPA of the whole team. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, got the one guy, he's like the backup punter, you know? It's like, it's like, it's like, what does this guy do again? It's like, I know, that I have this guy that I know in Vegas, and it's like, he's got the Kane championship ring. My friend Bobby get, sent me this. It's all the Kane ch- football championships and the, and the rings. I have another copy of it here, but he has this one, the 1991 ring this guy that I know in Vegas. He's got the 91 ring, and he was on the team. And uh, he's, I'm like, what position did you play? Because I just don't remember you. you know, and I know this guy because I see him all the time in Vegas. And he, always, he knows I'm a huge Kane fan, so you know, he always hangs out with me in the books and watches the games. And he's like, first time I met him, he's like, yeah, I was the backup punter in 91. It's like, so the 91 team is one of those, you know, one of the longest winning streaks in college football. And I'm like, the backup punter in 91, it's like, you never played. You never played. He's like, yeah, Jeff Fiegel's punted every single time. It's like, he backed up Jeff Fiegel's at Miami. The guy had like a 25-year NFL career after that. I think he's still punting. Actually, his son um, punted at Miami. He wasn't good. He had to, he had to go. Now we got this Aussie punter, but it doesn't matter. What we got is the last day of college football of kind of the cha- it's championship day, but then we have regular season games mixed in, so it's a better it's better than a, than the normal championship day. Got some other cool games mixed in, and then we have some heavy hitter college basketball action. See, normally they throw they start hitting the heavy hitter college basketball action because it's kind of that off week you know, in between, and they throw in that Indiana series where it's Indiana Butler and Purdue, Notre Dame, those four, they mix it up. And this year, I don't, it's normally at, um, it's normally at Lucas Oil Stadium, and this year it's not, right, because it's, um, it's actually Banker's Life, right, the, uh, where the Pacers play. But, um, because the Big Ten Championship game is there, but I think, I don't know, it's, it's, we have, put it this way, there's a lot of quality out there, there's a lot of public action which Brian loves and then you know there's also just you know for the fans for the betters and then throw in two NFL games right I didn't put that in in the title NFL picks we got NFL picks today too I totally forgot about that it's like totally overshadowed Brian what do you got for sale today I'm proud of myself that I kept myself under control Um, I was unable to do that (laughs) <laughs> I roofloed out on it. I did. Well, uh, number one capper last 30 days, number one in college football. You can get my college football package of the year. It's the th- honest to God, as I'm sitting there, it's the three best football plays I put in a package all year long. 
uh, a combination of the three. And then if you want my NFL and college basketball, get a three-day or seven-day pass, and where you can buy them individually at PickDogs.com Premium Pick Section. What up, beaches? Chris, what do you got today? I saw yesterday. I didn't follow all day, but I saw that you were uh, you were out of the uh, you were you were you were hitting. Yeah, Chris swept the board early. Yeah, three and zero fell apart a little bit late, but that's okay. You know what? I'll take the sweep in the in the early games and nice three and zero package to start the day. I'm gonna have another one today. Got my uh, slamming Saturday three pack for college basketball, thirty bucks over Pick Dogs Premium, or I'm gonna have my stacked uh, Saturday. Uh, sorry, Shotgun Saturday Pro Pass. You're gonna have six college football plays in there and three NFL plays. Fifty bucks over Pick Dogs Premium. A lot of shots being taken at each other from competitors. I haven't heard one word from any of our competitors because they're all lousy. We smashed them all. We got we we just came in and we just busted them up. <laughs> we just busted them up. It's like you go you you rate it any way you want to slice it. Web traffic, you want to slice it. You know, rec, oh, handicapping records, YouTube traffic, YouTube subscribers. You know, over the last whatever. Anyway, you want to slice it. We busted them up. I would love to know what other competitors are taking shots at me because I'll, I'll take them right on right here. You guys know. <laughs> Let me know, Jer. I got it. I got you guys. Ron? Yeah, doing well lately. 2-0 uh, yesterday and 10-1 and in my last 11 overall. Killing the books lately. And today you can get my five best plays, my number one college football, and my top four College basketball plays doing really well in college hoops. You can get all five of those plays for thirty nine ninety nine at the website. Uh, just keep this winning train rolling and keep beating those books. And we're excited for today. Rod, well, for me, I've got uh, my Super Saturday package up uh, here. Last three Saturdays, we're off a nice fifteen and six run. Uh, a jab hack Saturday. I got four college football, one NFL, and two college basketball, uh, all in one uh, package. Also available in that package is uh, my golden opportunity of the year play uh, in college football. I love this play. My biggest bet of the year that I'm going to make is this golden opportunity of the year. I've included it in uh, my Super Saturday pack. You can get them all, all seven plays for 50 bucks over at uh, the Big Dogs website. Romulo Manelli is not just on fire yesterday. He's had a hell of a week. And since college basketball started, he's he's kicking ass. He's taking names. Brian Buffalo Bills and the uh, Broncos going at it today. I have oh, I have five college basketball, five college football in an NFL. I just how I many could, total how many total does Chris have today? Uh thirty five. I beat Mitch by one. Twelve, all right. Dozen. Yeah. But a lot of my games are early, so I'm gonna read I'm going to redo my package. They're going to be much smaller later. It's just there was just a lot of early games today that I liked. Yeah. It's really what it came down to, and that's you know I wanted to have games for later, premium picks for later. So uh, that's what I did. Brian Broncos and Bills going at it in Mile High. Denver's been a good cover team, but the Bills' offense just absolutely rolling right now. Josh Allen, not afraid of the snow. Of course, he played at Wyoming, so he played in much worse weather than anything he'll see in Denver today. I mean, Wyoming are the games. It's like 
Yeah, anytime you ever see Wyoming on TV, like after November, they always play Utah State, right? It's always Wyoming against Utah State. They don't; they, those two teams are the only. They only play Wyoming. Only plays Utah State and Colorado State, and it's always in the snow. It's like, it's like, I love it's like, snow games. Snow games are the best. Yeah, and Wyoming is the king of the uh, of the snow games, and Josh Allen was the king of the snow games. Snow games at Wyoming. He was his best numbers. He is the best snow game quarterback in the history of college football. I will go out there on the limb and say. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, NFL betting, college football betting, betting in general is a day-to-day sport, week-to-week in football. I think the Bills are going to have a little bit of letdown after beating the, the big-time Steelers. Uh, but uh, that just means a little bit less offense in this one. So I'm going to lean towards the under. Denver also found a key to playing better football, which is running the ball. Uh, so I'm going to take the under here, and first touchdown is uh, Josh Allen at plus 950. I agree with that comment there. What competitors? It's kind of like when, when uh, Phil Mickelson was in Tiger Woods were seen as rivals and competitors, but Phil Mickelson at the time had, like, no major championships, and Tiger had, like, 20. It's like first there, first there has to be a, uh, you know, first, first they have to show up then they can be competitors. And, and I don't see anyone out there. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning that way with Brian as well. I'm, I'm going to take the first half under. I think we see a couple of uh, really, really slow starts from both sides. Like Brian said, I think there is going to be a little bit, a bit of a letdown for Buffalo after such an emotional win. And, you know, on a short week that, you know, we don't normally see all that often and, and you got a, a, a look-ahead spot with New England on deck next week for Buffalo as well. So uh, I, I'll take uh, I'll take the first half under here. Um, to, we we do every day with with all these other sites and with Wager Talk, we slaughter them in YouTube. I mean, it's not even close. If it was a fight, they would have stopped it. They did about a million views last month in the last thirty days. We've done one point five, so we've done you know fifty percent more than them. You know, they it's spend like, a lot more money too. They spend a lot more money, but they also, well, they also, they also started. You know, they also on total. The only number that they have us on is total number of subscribers, and that's because they have an eight-year head start on us. But believe me, we're catching them fast. It, it's going to take us about a year or so to to pass them. You know, given the rate that things are going now. I'm not. I, I like those guys. The thing about Wager Talk and Winners and Winners, both those sites, I actually like the guys that own the sites, it, which is which is rare in this industry. Um, for me in this game, uh, I agree with Chris and Brian. I I like the under here. I mean, it's going to be a cold weather. Buffalo's been on a roll, but I think it could take them a little while to get going on offense here. And Denver's defense is solid. You know what? I I think this total's too high, so I'll I'll take the under. Rod? And uh, for me, uh, Buffalo, that big win uh, last week coming here and traveling a mile high. Uh, Give me the Broncos plus the points. There's too many. I see this as a nice field goal game. If Buffalo wins it by a field goal late, the Broncos hang in there. Yeah, I think on this one, I'm I'm looking at a lot of points. You know, I think Buffalo has just been pretty much unstoppable. And that's the direction I'm going. Brian, we've got the uh, Packers and the Panthers. Who do you like yeah, in this me, one? For me here, I'm going to go with the dog. Um, 
I just uh, I know the Packers are the better team, uh, but I like the way the Panthers are coached, and I just I see this as being a touchdown game, and uh, the money will reflect that in the bets, the bigger betters back in the Panthers, but not by much. It's just a lean. Take the Panthers plus the points here. I think they get the cover. Chris. I think if there was my favorite total on the board is this game. I love the over in this spot. You, know, you got a Carolina team that's hit the over in four of their last five, and Packers and Lions hit the hit the highest total of the week of 56 last week. And, you know, no one can stop Aaron Rodgers. Ryan is a man on a mission, and this is a, a Denver defense that just allowed four touchdowns to – sorry, a Carolina defense that just allowed four touchdowns to Drew Locke last week, so – I think this is over all day. This could get close to 60. And Ron? Yeah, I agree with Brian. I like I like the Panthers here. I just think you're getting more than that touchdown with the dog here. And although the Panthers are 4-9 and nine this season, they're 7-6 and six against the spread. We've seen them cover on the road against the Chiefs. So, I mean, this is not a spot that they are going to back down to. So, getting eight points in a square kind of game, I'll, I'll take the Panthers. Rod? And for me, I'll, I'll agree with Chris. Uh, I like the over in this game. Uh, I think we're definitely going to see enough points between these two teams to uh, get over that little light number, 51 and a half. Yeah, I like the over as well. I think, uh, I think we see plenty of scoring. The Packers' defense is still not there in my book. Anyways, we've got college football. Let's get into it in a hurry. We've got a lot of ground to cover. You guys know I get sidetracked pretty easily. So, um, Ohio State against Northwestern. Uh, this line is bouncing all over the place. Brian? Yeah, for me, I'm going to go with the under here. I hate to be a broken record, but I just, Ohio's defense is dominant, and I think that's. Probably the best thing about Northwestern, I think, is their defense. I just uh, and they're going to be giving it everything they have today, so I see it going under fifty-six. I'm going to take a shot with Northwestern and the points here. I think Ohio State's got everything to lose at this point. I think Northwestern's going to come in. They've got improved quarterback play. They got a really good defense. I don't know if they can go shot for shot with Ohio State, but I think they can keep this within two touchdowns. So, give me Northwestern the points. Yeah, I'm going to be on the under here. I mean, you look at Ohio State, you know, the first time they played against a defense that is resembles a toughness like Northwestern was Indiana. Fields threw three interceptions in that game. Northwestern, if they have any chance in this game, is going to, they're going to have to rely on their defense. So I think this could be a hard-nosed Big Ten championship, and I think the under is the play here. Rod? Yeah, I agree. Give me the uh, under, under 56. Definitely hard nosed uh, running game. We're not going to see a definitely no shootout here. North Northwestern, if they have any chance in this game, uh, is definitely with their defense. They're not built for a shootout. If they get behind early, they're in trouble. Um, I like the under. Give me the under fifty six here. I like the over in this one. I've, I haven't seen a lot of defense out of either of these teams, and I've seen lesser score on both of them. So I think there's going to be a ton of points. Uh, we got Iowa State and Oklahoma rematch, right, from earlier this season. Iowa State won the first one. 
But we all know this, no one dresses it up at the end of the season like Oklahoma. This is kind of what they do. Brian? Yeah, for me, I'm going to take an over here. I just think it reverts back to old-time Big 12 football. I think you see Oklahoma going up and down the field, Iowa State up and down the field. Give me the over here for a small play. Chris? I'm going to take, I'm going to take Iowa State in the points in this one. Uh, I do think that Oklahoma State does dress it up, and they, they've looked really good offensively lately, but I, just, I trust that Iowa State to make – Less mistakes down the stretch than I do that Oklahoma defense. I think Iowa State can go shot for shot with uh, with Oklahoma here, and I like the Iowa State running back. So I think this is a close game. I'm going to take the points with Iowa State. Ron? Yeah, I mean, obviously this is a big game for both teams. Um, you know, Big 12 championship, and both teams have found a rhythm as of late, but I think the best plays on the over, you know, both teams could definitely go shot for shot. and. Uh, they score a ton of points lately, so uh, I'll take the over. Rod? Uh, for me, that's when I'm going to take Oklahoma. Uh, this is a nice revenge spot for Oklahoma. They're going to avenge their, their loss to Iowa State earlier this year. Um, that's what they do this time of year. Give me, give me Oklahoma, minus a six. They win by a touchdown plus. Tell you what else happens this time of year in Oklahoma games, just a crap load of bad penalties that go in the Sooners' favor, man. It's like if it's a questionable call on like some kind of weird lateral where it actually went forward, but they'll say it went backwards and the Oklahoma guy runs it in for a touchdown. Trust me on this one. It's a touch. It's gonna be it's called a touchdown. It's just the Big Twelve, I don't see the Big Twelve putting Oklahoma outside of a BCS game. And that's what it, this would do. A, th- a third loss would put Oklahoma outside of a BCS game. It would put them like in the Alamo Bowl or something. How is Iowa State number six in the nation? I just don't get it. Well, because they lost to Louisiana by 17. I have no idea. I mean, you know, <laughs> at home, right? I'm not right. saying they're not a top 12 team, but I don't know. I don't see them number six. Uh... It's this just the, the polls, the, the polls did. This is this is this is how how it works, and you know this is why the polls are are what they are, and why they're a joke, and and you know why they don't want a playoff is because what they did is they formatted the polls to make it no matter what happens today, no matter what happens in this crazy scenario, USC losing to Oregon, right? Texas A&M if they lose to Tennessee outright, and then you know if. Uh, you know, Oklahoma beats Iowa State and, uh, you know, all these weird things happen, right, that Cincinnati will not get in. That's, like that's, that's why they're number six is so Cincinnati does not get in no matter what. Or BYU. One of those no, but teams. BYU w- wouldn't get in because they, they lost yeah. to Coastal. But I'm saying it's Cincinnati they don't want in. So they need to have Georgia ahead of them. And Georgia not playing today. They need to have, you know, all these buffers in between them and Cincinnati or else then you got to let an outside thing in. Cincinnati's not in the old boy network. So it's like you can't let a team that's not in the Power Five conferences because then some of the money leaves the conferences, right? Because there's tremendous amount of money in these these playoff games. So it's like instead, you know, Cincinnati didn't play. When Georgia doesn't play, they move up in the rankings. When Cincinnati doesn't play, they move down, you know? And it's like the polls are a joke, you know? They're a joke. Ever since they threw me out of the Football Writers Association of America, all these, like all these voting doesn't mean crack anything. At somebody, maybe in the polls, so we'll see. Does this mean I won't be voting for the All-American team? 
That's exactly what that means. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, be sure to hit the thumbs up. Um, it's greatly appreciated. Like Fonzie says. <laughs> hit the hey. <laughs> hit the thumbs up. Um, yeah, hit the thumbs up. Helps us a ton. Cost you nothing. If you're watching on your mobile device, it's super easy. You just go right like this and... Uh, Wish I could snap my fingers like the Fonz and get two beautiful women right next to me. Yeah. You got you got Ruffalo. Ruffalo, say parlays <laughs> for him. Parlays. There you go. So picks and parlay. Oh, wait, oh. <laughs> I meant sports picks. Parlay. Of course. <laughs> Anyways, so you have the on your phone right here, right? The show. And then you hit this little X right there. Okay, so there's a little X right here. So you hit the X, hit this X, and then right here, there's a thumbs up, like, you hit it right there, turns blue, and then you can go right back, the third one over, live chat, and you're right back to where you started. See that? It's that easy. Mitch, what's for breakfast? Oatmeal. Yeah. Someone agrees with me. Mitch is the Alex Jones of sports handicapping. I don't know who Alex Jones is. You don't know who Alex Jones is. The point of the spear. He's the point of the spear. Oh, nice. Hit the like button. Brian was correct about Davidson. All kinds of commenting going on. I had lightning strike me in the head last yesterday, so that's all that was. I thought Rod had a beer. It's like every single bag I put in was a winner. I just caught like the side glimpse of it because I got like the phone and everything, you know? I thought Rod had like one of those big Foster's oil cans or something. It's like, it's like, the mini keg. It's like one of those big light, light beer from Miller, like a big blue bottle. Well, yeah, this, this, this contest kicking my butt, so I need bigger coffee. Like my little mug. In the morning, just not big enough. I What's up in the stuff. contest? I, I think I might. I think if I think it, I think what I'm going to do is is take the next um, group of guys after the winners and take a look at those guys and maybe pick one or two of those guys too to have them as cappers because I think we've had pretty so- some guys that have been um, seriously consistent. You know, not just with winning, but seriously consistent. I, it's it, I think what I think what people in the contest are starting to see is that it's not just um you know picking winners it's just every day you know it's 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 the day after you don't have winners you know to be able to come back and show up again you know and say you know what my system works and i'm gonna just continue to ride it out there's there's way more to it than just entering picks there's way more to it you know i see i see guys who are cappers who, who treat it like a picking contest you know my I friend asked me how he, was, how he was doing in the contest. I didn't have the heart to bother Rod because I know how busy it is. Well, he can't look for himself? Well, then he's not going to go well with me. <laughs> there's, you know, there's, there's, there's that piece of the equation, too. We got Tennessee and Texas A&M. This is an interesting one because Tennessee's been so bad this season. And Texas A&M, they're one of those teams on the outside looking in. They're number five. And... Uh, if they can make a statement and Notre Dame maybe gets blown out or Clemson loses, um, 
they might have a they might have a thing, but it's like if it's a does anyone want to see a rematch of Texas A and M Alabama? That was a that was a pounding. <laughs> I mean, that was just an ass kicking of kickings. It's like you just don't back bounce back from sixty point losses that easy, Brian. What do you say? Um, for for me, I think this is a pretty solid play here, uh, backing Tennessee. I mean, normally you take Texas A and M because they have to really lay it on and pace Tennessee. Plus, Tennessee's um, been so terrible this season. Tennessee's been terrible, but I see it on my uh, small sample, twenty four percent of the best, not a uh, huge amount of the money. So the big betters are coming in late on the Tennessee here, and I think the Volunteers uh, are the play. Not huge. Don't go selling your house and betting volunteers, but I think they're the play here in this situation. So you're saying sell our house and bet volunteers. <laughs> okay. Tennessee's going to come in today. I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee won out, right? It wouldn't shock me. It, it, would, it would shock the hell out of me. Chris, <laughs> I, I really like that the running game of Texas A&M. But, I mean, when we saw how bad Florida's defense was last week, I was probably a little less impressed, you know, Texas A&M because I think, you know, you look back at the key games in that Texas A&M Florida game and you saw Texas A&M just run right over the Gators defense, which you don't see that often. And then all of a sudden last week we saw it happen again. So I think you you had Florida that one against Texas A&M. Yeah, I did. I did. Me, you had an argument about that. Yeah, we did. did. Absolutely. And then Florida had the game and they fumbled at the, they were, they were, it was like neither one could stop, neither one could stop the other. And um, it came down to the end. Florida had the ball with like two minutes left to go in the game or something. They were like on the 45-yard line of Texas A&M, and they fumbled. Texas A&M recovered, and Florida couldn't stop, and they went down and scored the touchdown. That was ball game. Right, Ron? Something like that? Mm-hmm. Is, that is that a fair assessment? Fair recap? Because yep. <laughs> we know there's a coach out there in college football that can't win big games. Um, Chris? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Aggies here. So it's lean for me as well, but it just—I think it's just a perfect storm. Tennessee's offense is inconsistent. Texas A&M's defense is picking it up. A&M's offense is playing really well lately, and Tennessee is just—it's a perfect storm. I'm gonna—I'm gonna lay the points with Texas A&M here. Ron, yeah, I'm gonna lean that way too. I just think you know Texas A&M—they need a big win here and. I just, you know, obviously Tennessee is, hasn't been terrible against the spread, three, five, and one. But you know, I, I just think this is, it's not really a reason for them to even show up. I, I like Texas A&M to win big. Brian, Brian just looked up at us. He's I was like, just like, I was thinking, I'm, gonna, I'm disowning my son here. Ron's going. <laughs> <laughs> Rod. Uh, for me, this one, uh, I'm, I'm gonna take the under. Um, these teams uh, this year are uh, seven and ten to the under between them both. Um, both defenses gave around twenty points. I think this uh, sneaks just under the number. Sneaking under the number. It's gonna be an ass whooping. Uh, we got Utah against Washington State. Couple of Utes, ten and a half against the Cougars. I think that. Um, you know, I think I think Washington State's going to be good. I think Nick Rolovich is more of a... Mike Leach is kind of like that air. He always has like these giant offensive linemen and kind of like that aerial, you know, spread offense. And then you bring in Nick Rolovich, who likes that same kind of spread offense, but way more physical on defense. 
way more physical. We saw him in Hawaii here. He was fantastic coach. I think I think the future is bright for Washington State, but not so bright today. I'm not thrilled with the Utah quarterbacking situation. <laughs> I've said that before. Um, the, Utah has decided not to play in a bowl game. So uh, I don't understand these teams passing on bowl games. The two things I don't understand, players pr- preparing for the NFL draft, that means sitting on your ass and not playing, right? And, uh, you know, this other one, I, I like, you know, I'm not a Michigan guy, right? But Winovich at Michigan, that was just the best statement. Like when all those players, all his teammates sat out and he was like, you'd have to kill me to keep me out of this game. Brian? Uh, for me, this is my square patty game of the day. I'm going to be backing Utah. I mean, they're, they absolutely kicked the crap out of Colorado. I think they continue the momentum here and uh, take it to the Cougars. So this is the this one of my square picks today. I'm, I'm going to go with Utah. I think they wipe the floor of them. Chris? You know I'm going to have a bad day when I'm on the other side when Brian doesn't want his fair share of Cougars. <laughs> I'm going to take, take Washington State here. I just, Mitch, like you said, I, there's something that makes me a little bit uneasy about Jake Bentley as your starting quarterback, and I think that's why they didn't, Utah didn't want to play a bowl game, just so they, did, they didn't have to expose them to any of us and, for an extra game. So I, I like Jaden Delora at quarterback for Washington State. I think the Cougars keep this one within a touchdown. So give me Washington State in the points. Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with Brian again on this one. Uh, I think Washington State's the play. I mean, you see so much money on Utah. And like you said, Chris, the quarterback situation is not good enough for me to take 10 and a half. You know, even at home, it's just I think Washington State does enough. I'd lean to the under as well in this game, but I think 10 and a half is too many points. Rod? Not for me. I like the over in this game. I think uh, both teams are going to put up points. We're gonna get. We're gonna hit the over in this in this game. First to thirty wins. I like Utah. I just don't see that. Um, I just I just don't see it. Um, getting you know what I mean. I don't see it. I don't see Washington State being able to put any points on the board here, and that's where I struggle. I just think the Utah defense is really good. I think Utah wins despite Bentley. You know. I think they win, you know, even with him there. We got um, Army against Air Force. I don't even understand why Air Force is favored in this one. If someone could explain this to me. Is, is Army sitting out their whole team or something? Are they, are they partied out from the Navy win? I mean, I don't know. I mean. I'm thinking it's because Army, I mean, Army's just played last week and it's a big emotional win and Air Force is rested and ready. But for me, I'm going to take the better team with Army and I'm going to bite on them. Yesterday, I bet it at plus three. I think it's two, two and a half now. I like Army to win outright. Yeah, this this was the free premium I gave away on the drive-thru yesterday. I like Army on the money line as well. I just, like Mitch said, I have no, no idea why Army's an underdog here. I will take it as extra value, but is Ar- Army's the better team. They've been playing better defense I like them to shut down Air Force like they did Navy last week, and the Commander-in-Chief trophy goes back to West Point. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I mean, perhaps Air Force is favorite because they just came off two blowout wins, but we got we can't forget that uh, on, on Halloween they gave up 49 points to Boise State. You know, Army's shown time and time again they can play. Georgia Southern and Navy are very similar to Air Force. 
and they beat them both. So I don't know why they don't win this game. I'll take the money line with the Army. Yeah, I agree. Give me Army here over Air Force. Uh, they're just the better team. And I'm leaning the over. I think that's too light. All right. I like Army. I think I made that clear. We got uh, Missouri against Mississippi State. Mississippi State, two weeks in a row, some weird line movement on their games. Last week, it didn't matter. <laughs> it was like, it didn't matter. And it's like, you can move the line all the hell you want. It's like, we're going to get our ass kicked. And uh, this week, it's Missouri. Eli Drinkwitz, um, you know, Mike Leach, like I just talked about with Washington State, he kind of needs his guys. You know, you got to, you have to have, number one, you have to have his style of players. Number two, you got to have guys that buy into his system. And I don't think he's got either. Brian? Uh, I mean, for me, I think Missouri's the up-and-coming SEC team. I really like the cut of their jib. Uh, but in this game, I'm going to go with the way the money's moving and uh, what the Sharps are telling me. I think uh, Mississippi State's here is the play. I would I would have put this in as a premium, but I, I cut it down to three. So for me, Mississippi State, I think they get a win here finally. Chris? And this is my least liked game on the board, but uh, I'm going I'm to lean towards Missouri here. I just... Mississippi State's burned me too many times this season. I'm, I'm not going to jump on them even on the last game of the year. I think Missouri's been playing better football over the last few weeks. I'll take the Tigers in this one. It's a lean, though. Yeah, yeah I mean, I was going to say the exact same thing. This is my least favorite game on the board today, especially with the funky line movement. If I had to take a lean, I'd take Mizzou. Um, I just think they're the better team, and, you know, obviously coming off a terrible loss, but I just think they're the better team, and you got to take the better team in the spot. Yeah, I agree. Give me Missouri here. Uh, I've been like Mississippi State all year. Uh, they just looked, they've been horrible. So uh, there's no way I could take them here. Give me give Missouri the better team. Yep. I, exactly what I said before. It's like Mississippi State, teams are going to look horrible until their coaches get their guys in. You know, it's just the way that it works. You know, certain coaches. Coaches have different styles, you know, and, uh, you know, they generally need their personnel to get their system to work, especially if you have a very specific system like a guy like Mike Leach has. So he wasn't really left with the tools to uh, to make it work, you know, so it's going to take him a little bit. But, you know, he's going to have some kind of, you know, wild spread offense, you know, gigantic 350-pound offensive lineman and some quarterback that just throws on every single play. It's going to happen. Um Better days ahead for Mississippi State. Wisconsin against Minnesota. Paul Christ, uh, that that game planning. This one's for the axe. You know, I, I love the axe game. Love, love, love the axe game. But unfortunately, I think it's going to go to the Badgers and Paul Christ this time. Brian? The Badgers is kind of... The Badgers have bit me a little bit uh, recently, but to, to me, they look like the play here. They look like they're begging you to take the Gophers, and I just think Wisconsin finally plays a complete game, and I'll lay the points. I think they win by two touchdowns. Yeah, this is not the best axe game we've ever had. Chris? Yeah, I think Minnesota's taking a step back, but they're still playing some of their better football of the year right now. And, uh, 
Wisconsin just can't score. So I, I so I'm having a hard time laying points with Wisconsin. Sorry, Wisconsin in a <clears throat> double digits in a game where they can't score. So give me Minnesota in the points. I'm gonna lay the points with Wisconsin here. I think they do win by two touchdowns or more. I just I think this is a spot where they uh, flex their muscles a little bit at home and uh, take down a Minnesota team that has been decent recently. But we know this is definitely. As Chris said, it stepped back from last year's team. So I'd, I'd like Wisconsin to win uh, by two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm going to take Wisconsin here as well. Uh, I know they've looked not so good the last couple of weeks, but uh, I think they, they come here ready to play this game. The defense shuts down Minnesota. I think Minnesota's without a whole bunch of guys still, too, as well, from uh, the COVID. So they're not all back together either. So uh, give me Wisconsin here. Yeah, I just don't like the way that Minnesota defense has looked this season. Got uh, Ole Miss and LSU. Talk about lousy defense, man. Ole Miss can play some lousy defense. Uh, for me in this game, I'm going to back the over. I just uh, This is a game I really didn't even dive into. I looked at the line, saw the action. It just didn't really interest me, but... If I had to pick something to go with in this one, it would be the over. It just seems like they set it high. Uh, and I don't think they set it high enough. Uh, so give me the over 74 and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take Ole Miss here. I, just, I know LSU got that win last week over Florida, but I don't think there's, I think there's a bit of a letdown here. Uh, even in the last week of the regular season, I think uh, Ole Miss comes into LSU and just runs right past the Tigers here, so give me give me Ole Miss, lay the point. Yeah, I like Ole Miss here on the road. I mean, LSU, their biggest win of the season. I mean, that's the win that you need to at least salvage a bad season, you know, one of the worst uh, after a championship run. So I think this is a spot where Ole Miss comes in on the road and uh, takes out the Tigers and uh, wins this game. You only have to lay a point, so I think they went out right for certain. Rod? Uh, for me, I, I, I like uh, – uh, give me give me LSU over Ole Miss here. Uh, I think they keep that momentum going from their big win last week and uh, keep playing good football and get a win here. And I, I'm with Brian. I lead the over. We're, we're going to see a lot of points. Yeah, LSU's going to kick their ass in. Ole Miss's defense is just such a sieve. I bet you they don't punt once. Um San Jose State against Boise. This this actually works out well. This game was canceled um, a few weeks ago, and now they play in the Mountain West Championship game. Uh, a little bit more of attractive of a game. Boise's one loss was BYU and San Jose State. Undefeated coming into this one. Got some line movement going on here as well. Brian? I bet this game this morning, I think I got minus six. It might have been six and a half, but I think Boise State uh, steps up and uh, really uh, puts a hurt on San Jose State. They're playoff tested. Give me Boise. Chris? Yeah, I've been hearing late news coming in over the course of the last 24 hours, but I'm still going to stick with uh, San Jose State here. I think the moment's not too big for these guys, for the, for the Spartans. I think they're going to want to show up, and they're playing with house money at this point. they got nothing to lose. So, I mean, yeah, give me San Jose State. Keep the dream season going. Ron? Yeah, it really has been a dream season for San Jose State. You know, after a bad year last year, 6-0 and so far, 
nobody would have thought they'd be ranked this late into the season. But I think this is a spot where Boise State uh, wins this Mountain West championship by a touchdown. You only you can get it under that touchdown number at six and a half. I think that's where the value lies. So I'll take the Broncos and lay the points. Yeah, for me in this game, uh, San Jose State they had a they have they've had a great year. Um, when it comes to this game last year, Boise slopped a 52 on them. Um, I don't think they're going to drop another 52 on them, but Boise State's 14-0 lifetime against uh, San Jose State. And, yes, San Jose State's had a good year, um, but I don't think this is the year they can knock off Boise. Uh, give me Boise State win by two touchdowns. It's kind of like the App State Coastal, uh, App State against um, Louisiana game where – App State had owned Louisiana for so long, and Louisiana finally had a team that could beat them. I think San Jose State has a team that can beat them. I just like Boise here. I don't know. I don't. I, this is not a great Boise team either. This is a straight avoid for me. I'll tell you that much. Notre Dame and Clemson, the rematch. Um, you know, it's it's not like it's not like Clemson had you know three three, you know, guys out with COVID or, you know, something like that, or like, you know, some guys that were, you know, six guys that kind of just, you know, they saw that kind of rotated in on the defensive line or something. Trevor Lawrence was out for that game. <laughs> it's like it's a little different, you know. It's, there's certain guys that, you know, they count for a little bit more. And it's kind of like, you know, they're like we I get we get this comment all the time. You still like that pick? This guy's out. You still like that pick? This guy's out. And I always say the same thing, right? It's in the line. Well, this is how you have a team that lost <laughs> in the first meeting, be a ten point favorite the second time that they meet. Brian? Well, they also have this line also to try to tempt people into certain sides, and I think they're trying to tempt people in on this one. As far as the total goes, I see it drop the point. Everybody, A lot of people love the over in this one. I think uh, both defenses step up here. I think it goes well under the number. I'll take the under. I'm going to take the under as well. I just think that Clemson needs to make a statement if they're going to want to make a real strong case for getting uh, Notre Dame kicked out of the playoffs. And I think Notre Dame's going to dig their heels in. I think we're going to see a tough, grinded out, hard-hitting game, but I think it finishes under the number. Ron? I like Clemson in the spot. I mean, we've seen, obviously, it's not been the picture-perfect season for the Tigers. Lawrence and uh, is dealing with COVID and, you know, the coach with uh, Florida State, that little snafu that they had in the middle of the year. This is a spot where I think they want to beat up on Notre Dame, and I think they win by two touchdowns or more. Uh, this is this is a statement win. You know, it's the ACC championship. I think this is a big statement win for Clemson. So I'll lay the points with the Tigers. So we have a comment here. They have more sub subscribers, and I'm guessing that they're talking about Wager Talk and us. And like I said, I like the guys at Wager Talk, but you have to also consider they have an eight-year head start on us. So, you know, what we've done in a year, we have this many, 28,700. They have about double that with seven more years to work with. So if you give us seven years at this pace, we're actually, you know, I mean, you can't really say that that's going to happen, but we would actually be four to five times larger than them. We're growing at, at five times the pace. So, I mean, we can't beat them in that number because they have this head start on us. We can't beat them today. We can beat them over the long haul. 
But as far as everything that we can do today, number of subscribers per month, number of views per month, content, everything, I believe, we've, I believe we're crushing them. I mean, the numbers are not even close. It's like if, we, if they had like, you know, if they had like 900,000 and we had 900,001 viewers, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't call that crushing. But it's like we're talking a half a million more. It's, it's not even close. Rod, go ahead. Uh, for me in this one, uh, definitely in the, uh, in, the, in the first matchup here, uh, there's definitely no uh, <clears throat> no Lawrence in this game, and uh, I think that was the difference. But uh, I think here we're going to have a big defensive battle. Uh, Brian, give me the under 59 and a half. I, I think this is uh, going to be a good game. Lower Lower scoring, though. We're not going to get over that number. Jim Belson, Jim Belson says picks and parlays and Jimmy are calling me out. By all means, um, <laughs> let me know exactly where and when they called me out because I'll address exactly whatever they said. I'll address it head on because, I mean, Jimmy, I mean, it's easy. I and mean, I, I seriously doubt he would call me out because he knows, you know, he knows what will happen. And um, the other guys, I mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously, I used to own that company, right? I built that company. I financed that company. I came up with the concept. I came up with the name of that company. So I seriously doubt that they would take a shot at me. It would it would be a really, really bad move on their part. Anyways, I would love to know what they said. If anyone will tell me, I would love to hear it. Brian, would you be interested in hearing that? Yep. Yep, me too. But I don't see. I don't know. I don't, I don't see, see it happening. I don't. I don't see. Yeah, I don't see. Somebody usually hides behind the scenes. Yeah, they're not like. They're not like. They're not like a. They're not like me. Like where they're gonna, you know, just say what it's off the top of their head. They're more, you know, they have more of a, a system, the way they do things. UCLA and Stanford, and I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying that that's what they do. Yeah, I like the Bruins here to uh, kick the crap out of Stanford. It wasn't. Uh, it could have been a premium play for me if I would have went with more plays. I just think UCLA is clearly the better team, and they're going to want to finish on strong note. So, uh, public liking Stanford makes me like UCLA more. So, give me the Bruins. A lot of people think Doc sucks. Comments. I just, you know, I used to be friends with with Wade from Docs. We're not friends anymore. But uh, anyways, we got 1,121 people watching. That's awesome, man. I think that's the biggest crowd we ever had. Be sure to smash the like button. I'd like to see a lot of likes. I'll tell you what. If we get over 500 likes on the Pick Dogs channel on this, I'll give out a free premium pick. I'll give out, yeah, I'll give out, a, I'll give out two free premium picks at, at 500. You go to 1,000, you go to 1,000, I'll give three. Yeah, I'll give one out two. I'll give, yeah, go ahead. Whatever. Where are we at? <laughs> uh, I like I like Stanford here. Uh, or sorry, I like UCLA. Excuse me. Sorry, I was looking. For, He's throwing you off. Yeah. Um, no, nah, I'm with Brian. I like UCLA. I think this is a game where you know UCLA started to figure it out. They're a lot more trustworthy offensively. I know they can cover a spread, which is something I can't necessarily say for Stanford. But uh, I, I think this one goes back and forth. But I think. 
UCLA pulls away late, wins this one by 10 to 13 points. So give me UCLA, get the points. Yeah, I like UCLA as well. <clears throat> you know, we saw UCLA hang right in there with USC in its last game. Could have maybe won that game and, uh, you know, wins over Arizona State. And Arizona may not be the most impressive, but, you know, Stanford, this is not a very good Stanford team. Yeah, they've won three in a row, but, you know, UCLA only having to give the six and a half. I think that's the play here. So I'll take the Bruins. Tony Brown is in the premium area. You can get his premium picks at pickdogs.com um, and sportschatplace.com. He was here last week in Maui um, at my house, and uh, he will be on the drive-through coming up. Somebody a- asked me how they access their premium picks once they purchase, and they go to the My Picks tab at the website. To get your premium picks, you go to the My Picks tab. So, not to slow down anything, but let's no, let's we'll, we'll stop the show. <laughs> So, it's not that hard, though. No, it's not that hard. I'm going to show you guys how easy it is, matter of fact. You go to right here. Go to the top of the site. You see where it says My Picks right here. Click on that. And then you just log in. It's that easy. That simple. Of course, you can get odds on all the games. Of course, our parlay calculator. It's wonderful. Yeah, if you right. need a sports book, you use the odds page and sign up. Yeah, or the parlay calculator. Parlay calculator compares all the different sports books, what the payouts are on your parlay. And then you can click it right there, get that thing. It'll give you an offer, you know, if you don't have an account there. If you have an account there, you just boom, you're right in there. You're, you're betting. Where are we? For me, for me, this one, uh, uh, I like UCLA as well. Uh, UCLA is uh, four and one ATS their last five games. Stanford is uh, one and four ATS their last five as a road dog. So uh, I like UCLA here. Give me UCLA to easily win this by a touchdown or more. I love it that the pat answer is where I left off is cutting off Rod. <laughs> it's like, the pat answer is Rod was ready to speak. <laughs> Got Illinois and Penn State. Uh, you could have made it a, a consensus if you would have taken UCLA. I like I like Stanford. Oh, okay. I <laughs> I had UCLA in the video, but I'm switching to Stanford. A little bird told me. I like uh, which I, which <laughs> makes me surprised that you're on UCLA, Brian. Well, it's just a free pick, but I do like them a lot. I, 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 d- like I did, li- I did like them, but I got some information that oh, leads well, me to believe that, it, that I absolutely did share it with you. Uh, Hot off the presses. <laughs> yeah, that has been a, a big time money maker. Information. Solid gold. Penn State, Illinois. Yeah, for me, I've been riding Penn State last couple of weeks and making some nice money. This week, I'm going to bet against them now that the people are betting Penn State. I think they toss an egg out there. I think Illinois covers this. I know they're horrible, but I see it being a two-touchdown at most win for Penn State. I'm going to take the under here, under 53. I don't think uh, I don't think either of these teams can get out of their own way fast enough. I know Penn State's playing better lately, but I don't see – 
This one getting to 45, let alone 53. So give me the under. Uh, I like Penn State to win this game by two touchdowns. So I think Illinois is the play here. You're getting over that two touchdown, 15 and a half with the uh, fight in Illini. I'll take the points with the road team. Yeah, I lean Illinois as well. That's just way too many points. But uh, I think the better play is on the under here. Uh, both teams run run the ball, chew up the clock. Um, we don't get close to this number. Give me the under 53. I like Penn State in this one. I don't think any of us are five years old. Thanks for the explanation. There was. A- Is that when I was showing everyone how to hit the like button? Well, some people, they don't know how to do it, apparently, because that's all we ask for. We do this show for free. I show up every day. I'm on live. You know, I do half times. I do the live show. I do all this stuff. I don't ever really complain about it. All I do is ask that you guys hit the like button. And what I see is, you know, we have 4,500 to 5,000 views a day and 230 likes. So, I mean, it's all I'm doing. Say maybe maybe people don't know how to do it. Douchebag. Like the throwing the douchebag there. Anyways, uh Florida against Alabama. Florida looked real good last week in Dan Mullen, king of the big game. Uh, I'm not in love with this game, but I, I think the Gators uh stage a comeback from their embarrassment the last time out. And I don't think they're going to want to get embarrassed by Alabama. I know Alabama is a good team, the great team, but I, I see this being a two touchdown one for Bama. Take Florida. Yeah, I'm on, uh, I'm on Florida as well. I think exactly what Brian said. I think this is a two touchdown game. I'd see it 45, 31. would be a ton of points. I'd, I've just seen this Alabama defense as good as they've been in years past. There was just a lot of arm tackling and missed tackles this year. I think Florida can exploit some of that. This Florida tackled so well number. last week against LSU. I know, I know they didn't, but I, I think... How about against Texas speaking, A&M, the other physical team that they played? They tackled really well in that game, too. Yeah. Just ask, I'm just throwing it out there. You, you mentioned tackling, and you know that's my thing, so I'm just throwing it out No, there. I know, and that's what I'm saying. I just think that both teams... And have a hard time with tackling right now, so I think there could be a lot of points, but I see Florida doing enough just to keep this one within the number. I do see Alabama winning, but... Ron, from Gainesville. Yeah, yeah, obviously a tough loss, you know, last time out, but Gators are getting back Kyle Pitts, that number one target on offense, and I think this is a game where Kyle Trask and the offense bounces back. They put up enough points to catch a cover here. Um, I like Alabama to win by two touchdowns or maybe 10 points, but I think the Gators cover. Rod? Uh, I'm going to take Alabama. Give me, give me Alabama to roll right over the Gators. The Gators lost last week. That was just like popping a balloon. No more Heisman talk. No more, no more, no more. Play the audacity of the Heisman talk. Give me, the audacity. Give me, uh, <laughs> you mentioned give me, give me, give that me guy in the same sentence as Heisman. The audacity. 
Alabama. This has got 62 to 20 written all over it, man. This is going to be a bloodbath. Um, One of my favorite games as a Miami fan was when Alabama played Florida in the SEC championship game and Tim Tebow was crying on the sideline. That was really a highlight of my, my, as a Miami fan and a college football fan. He was just in outright bawling tears. The ass whooping was so bad. Matter of fact, they gave Mark Ingram the Heisman the next week. Um, Yeah, it was that kind of day. This one's all Bama. You're, this is one of those games where Devonta Smith scores like five touchdowns in the first half, and they're just talking about like him for Heisman and all that other stuff. And you know, this is going to be an ugly, ugly, ugly slaughter. Sixty-two. What's 20. Alabama's record against the spread? It's sixty-two, eight and two. It's sixty-two, sixty-two to six twenty. The last six, I think. Yeah. Six and oh, ATS, the last six. Eight and two. Yeah. They don't give money away, I don't think. Florida 4-5-1 and one against the number. Dan Mullen, I think Lifetime is really one of the worst cover coaches. He's, he, he, this guy does less with more than anybody in the history of college football. Florida could win this game I, out, right? I, I lean to the under in this game. This game's just going to sneak under. This the guy team. had Dak Prescott, Broderick McKinney. He had a loaded Mississippi State team, man. 6-6. Six and six. They were number one in the country and lost six in a row. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) oh no, 62 20. Ain't that right, Ron? I bet Florida, they have the talent to win. They have no chance. Alabama has crapped the bed. Slim just left town. And you think think that Nick Saban's not going to be able to shut down the one player that Florida has that can play? He's like best friends with Belichick. It's like not best friends, but they're friends. They're very close friends. And it's like, it's like if you need a strategy to shut down one player, who else to ask than the genius? I, I, I don't. I do not. I don't see it. You know. And the beauty, of, the best part of this game, if you're, if is there fans in the stands? I'm gonna guess there is because in Georgia, yeah, yeah. I, everything I see in Georgia, no one's even wearing a mask or anything. It's like large congregations. I'm going to guess the Chick-fil-A is going to be open at Mercedes-Benz Stadium today. Cincinnati against Tulsa. Brian? 62-20. What do we got here? I'm going to go with the under in this one. I think it's... uh, uh, I like Cincinnati's defense and, you know, Tulsa... There are no pushover. I just see it being a hard-fought game that comes down uh, really gritty. So give me the under here. I think it. I think it sails under the total. Chris, I'm going to take Tulsa. I just think this is going to be a defensive battle, and I, I just see this sort of being like a repeat of what uh, Cincinnati had to do against UCF, where they just really couldn't pull all the way away to really get into into space of covering the numbers. So. I think it's a 10-point win for Tulsa, so give me, give me Tulsa in the points. Or sorry, 10-point win for Cincinnati, excuse me. Um, I think this game could be a push, but if, uh, I like Cincinnati winning this game um, by at least two touchdowns, but probably more. I mean, Cincinnati's not happy with where they're ranked. You know, this is an 8-0 team, and they're ranked ninth. Tulsa, although they're having a great year, 6-1, and 6-0 and in the conference, you haven't seen them beat up on anybody. I mean, 13-point win in Navy, overtime against Tulane, four points against SMU, four points against East Carolina. I mean, those are teams you got to beat, and you got to beat them badly. So I think Cincinnati can come in 
the defense plays well, and I think they can get at least a two-touchdown win. If you can get it 13.5, then that's where the value lies. Rod? Yeah, for me, I like I like the under in this game. We've got a, a little bit of a defensive battle here. Um, I, I like the under, the under 45. Cincinnati, another statement game. I think, you know, championship Saturday is, is, like, the Friday is always the upset day, and then Saturday is always the statement day. <laughs> it's, I think, I mean, Cincinnati needs a big statement. Yeah, right? Cincinnati needs a statement. I, I also see some 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 public action, right, on Tulsa? A ton, yeah. Yeah, bad, bad. Tulsa always looks good against certain teams, and then when they play against the big teams, like the guys who are physically big, they get really hammered, especially on the road because they don't have the the dirty tricks committee there. Oregon <laughs> State against Arizona State. There are certain places where it's like you, you always have to watch out for the bad flag. Tulsa's one of those places. I've said it before on this show, and people have sent me emails saying, man, you, you nailed that bad flag in the <laughs> Tulsa game. It's like will be a lot in the Alabama game too. They'll be trying to No, no. I don't think that I don't think Alabama needs it. And but I think the bad flags are gonna be in the Oklahoma Iowa State game is where the flags are gonna happen. That's the one. Like you want the game where it's just like the inexplicable, you know, like where they miss the, the where they totally miss a pass interference against a team where it's like a, a, a play where the call stands, where it's like, there's no way the call stands. We bring in rules official, you know, whatever. And it's like, there's no way. And it's like, way, right? Way. <laughs> no way. Way. <laughs> the ref comes on. After further review, way. <laughs> Oregon State, Arizona State. This is like, I mean, you want to talk about perfect timing for a game. It's like, let's, all right, no one cares about this one. Let's throw it on at 10.30 p.m. College basketball's basically run its course. The NFL game will be over. What do you think? I'm in. This is one that we got to watch out. I have a, this is, if there's a game that, on the card that's going to get canceled last second, this is it, or UCLA Stanford. One of those two. That's my, where my money's at. Oh, for me, it's a great time for Beavers. I like this late uh, dog here. The world seems to be taking Arizona State. I think Oregon State is a quality team. They beat Oregon. I mean, I'll take the points here with Oregon State. I think they keep it close, maybe win it outright. Yeah, I'm going to take Oregon State as well. I like what I saw from Chance Nolan at quarterback last week in relief, and Oregon State's got a good running back. They've got some nice offensive pieces. I just think that they can keep this one within three to four points. The touchdown just seems like a lot, so I'll take Oregon State in the points. Yeah, I agree. I like Oregon State in the points. Uh, it's just, you know, too many points. I mean, only three-point loss against Stanford and hung in there against Utah. Already beaten Oregon this year, and we saw what Oregon did yesterday, so I, I think Oregon State could cover this number at home. Ron, we got a question. How do you find time to handicap during college finals? <laughs> well, uh, it's not the easiest thing, and uh, I, I also do the writing on the website too. So uh, it's just it's been a hectic uh, couple of weeks, but I'm I'm done now. So uh, coasted into the holiday season. I thought he was going to say, "I just don't have anything but getting that email from Mitch." Rod, <laughs> Rod what do you got? Uh, 
I, I like the Beavers here in this spot too. They, they've been keeping games close all year. Um, I think they keep this close again. You give me the Beavers here. I like Arizona State. They're just the better team. Herm Edwards is a rah rah guy, and you know the whole it's your last game, right? I could see. Me and, you, it. me and you are opposed on a couple of these suckers today. That's all right. This is not a premium. This is like I said. This is one that's like, hey, let's throw it on at ten thirty. On all right. So I'm gonna actually. I think on the I think on the big games we're agreed upon. Yeah, I I think on the important games we are. I think on the, the the ones where we I think the ones that we really like, the ones that we really like, I think we're in strong agreement. But I think some of these other ones that were kind of like, eh, you know, some of the ad games. I think the only one that we're really in big agree- disagreement is Florida Alabama. Yeah, I don't think Florida really get a chance to win that game because they're not going to let them beat. Oh Alabama. no, no, they they don't, they don't need they don't need to be let because if you can't stop LSU's offense. If L- I mean, it had, people were like, oh, they threw the shoe. It was that a was dumb a penalty, whatever. What about the other 40-something points, you know? Did, th- did that not happen? Did the other 40-something points not happen? I mean, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Florida's too good to not be competitive in that game. They're not too good. They're not too good because they haven't been competitive in, in, in spots. You know, and and last week against LSU, giving up 42 points against that LSU team, you can't compete against an Alabama. You can't. You cannot. S- screw the Pitts, you know, who's who's great. And, you know, he's going to be in the NFL. And it's going to be like he's going to be kind of like the other the other Gator tight end. Right. Jordan. What's his name? He was on the Redskins. Is he still on Jordan the Redskins? Reed. Yeah. He's going to be like him. Right. Maybe even better. Maybe even better. But he's certainly not a blocking tight end, right? So it's like, it's only, he's, he really is a wide receiver. But the thing is, is that, um, you know, Alabama doesn't need any flags. They're going to run right over these guys. Did you see what Texas A&M ripping off like eight yards a clip or whatever? Imagine what these guys are going to do to them. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I mean, we they could not stop we'll the Texas A&M ground <laughs> we'll game. We'll see. They could not stop. The t- I'll be texting Mitch a picture of a gator after the game. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what else you're going to be texting me a picture of. You know, is kind of like is this Mac Jones who they might not catch everyone, but he hits them in the hands every single time. It is if you're on the other side, there's nothing more frustrating than that quarterback that completes that pass and hits the guy in the hands like every single time. You know, I think he's going to be a pretty good NFL quarterback in the right system on the right team. I think, you know, there's if he's in a West Coast-style offense, he's going to be super effective. Very, very hard to defend a guy who's that accurate, pinpoint accuracy. That touchdown to Devonta Smith, um, I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago, I mean, he threaded the needle. I was like, oh, there's nothing you can do to stop. You know, there was nothing. I've watched a lot of Alabama games this year. Brian doesn't like sticking out the blowouts, but I, I do. So I've seen a lot of Alabama this year. More than I've ever, more than I've seen in, in the last ten years. Because don't forget to pick up a package from each of us today, guys out there. Absolutely, Brian. What do you got today? Is your package? My main package is my uh, college football three game package of the year. It's the best three games I've put together all year. So check it out. Love it today, Chris. What do you got for sale today? Oh, my three game uh, college basketball sledgehammer for thirty bucks over at Pick Dogs or. Uh, 
nine game uh, my shotgun Saturday pro pass. It's going to get you six college, three NFL plays for today for 50 bucks over Pick Dogs Premium. Ron Romanelli, what do you got for sale? You can grab my Super Saturday five pack, top four college basketball plays, and my number one college football play of the day, thirty nine ninety nine at the website. Rod, what do you got? I uh, got my Super Saturday uh, seven pack. I've got four college football games in there, uh, one NFL and two college basketball, including my uh, golden opportunity of the year, my biggest bet game of the year that I have a bet on this year. Uh, available in the Super Saturday pack. Over I, 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 oh, sorry. I have a lot of picks today, but a lot of the games are early. So I'll repurpose them and re- redistribute the picks in, in a different format if you miss the, if you're watching the show in the replay. Um, oh, wow. How awesome is Wisconsin right now? You see that line going up to seven and a half against Louisville? Wow. Oh, man. It makes, makes me like Louisville even more. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Well, I, I just don't see it unless Louisville's got guys out. Something must be going on. I don't yeah, know. It must have somebody out. But we got a game that starts in just about 10 minutes. Butler in Indiana. We've got Wisconsin, Louisville, Gonzaga, Iowa. How about this for a noon slate? Troy <laughs> against Auburn. Any of those four, Brian? I mean, normally I would go a little further, but those those four are pretty pretty big. <laughs> uh, all right, I, I like uh, Butler to bounce back. They really got their butt kicked last time out. That's a lot of points. I think they keep it respectable. But I really like Wisconsin. I can't stress it enough. Take Wisconsin. They're going to blow Louisville away today. So I wish it would have been a premium, but didn't get it done. Take whiskey, Chris. I like. <laughs> Damn, Brian's gonna hate me today. I like Louisville. I just, I, I just think it's gonna be close to that number. I just, I every time I pick Wisconsin to blow somebody away, it always finishes within two to three points. So I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a shot with Louisville. And the points not my favorite game on the board though. And I, I'm one of the few like I like Iowa. I just, I think that there's a bit of a layoff for for Gonzaga's gonna have a little bit of a an impact going into this game. Gonzaga's balanced. I think they are going to come up fired up for this one, but I just think Iowa's going to battle until the end. I think this is a two or three point game. It's odd like, because the line went seven and a half, but now it's dropping sharply. It was must have been one big bet, one one, one stupid better. Chris, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I still like Iowa though. I think it's a two or three point game. At three and a half, I, I was going to lean towards Gonzaga, but now it's going up to four and a half. It gives us a little bit more wiggle room. I'll take Iowa in the points. Chris likes wiggle room. Ron. <laughs> um, I like Butler. I agree with Brian. I think this is a bounce back after their tough loss against Villanova. And uh, that's about it in this window. But I can't wait Can't wait to watch that Gonzaga game. Rod? Uh, for me, I, in this spot, I, I like Gonzaga and Iowa over uh, the number. I know it's a massive number, like a, a 170, but... Uh... Uh, I think both these teams, uh, it's, it's almost like a first to 90 wins. I think uh, we get over, easily get over the 170. Um, that's why I like in this spot. I think people are making fun of someone on my show. It's okay. 
It's okay. Yeah, if you have an issue with your picks or anything like that, I know. Um, so this is one of the things that's new this year uh, that we've never really had in the past. We've never really had this issue in the past, but I wanted to bring this up that if you're in a state that doesn't allow you to bet one of the premium picks that you purchased, just hit us up on customer service. We can either give you a, a credit on a portion of your package or um, another pick. It's really, it's really not that difficult. So just reach out to us, and uh, we will take care of it. If you'd like to see two weeks of uh, whatever, you can see our picks. They're at the website. You can see more in two weeks. Yeah, nothing is documented at Docs. Where are we? Ron? You give your pick? I just Butler in that spot. I did too, so I think we're back into, uh, we're in the new spot. Oh, Butler for me. Got uh, Longwood against um, Citadel. Elon, UNC Greensboro. James Madison, ECU. Ball State, Indiana State. Kentucky, North Carolina. Denver, Texas State. Binghamton, Stony Brook. Hartford, Maine. LaTeX, Lamar. Toledo, Valpo, Wisconsin Green Bay against Milwaukee, Wright State against Detroit, Youngstown State, Northern Kentucky, William and Mary against High Point, Manhattan against Marist, Alabama, Western Kentucky, St. Bonnie's, Hofstra. Wow, a lot of games in this early slot, see? Fairly disinterested against Drexel, Tulane against Grambling. Brian, any of those? A lot of them up until 2 o'clock. Eastern time. Yeah, I like uh, Western Kentucky. I think they're a lot better. Uh, they're still under the radar a little bit. I think they could easily beat Alabama outright, but I'll take the points. And I think St. Bonaventure puts a beat down on Hofstra, Rod's team. Uh, uh, I think Bonnie's going to come out firing. Chris? I think La, I think La Tech just missed out on being a premium pick for me. I, I really like the Bulldogs in that spot. Um. I'm going to lean towards North Carolina as well. Something just seems off about this Kentucky team. I know Coach Cal probably ripped into his guys to get them ready for this one, but uh, this is still a young team that I don't think is going to have the answers just yet. So I'm going to take uh, North Carolina, lean the three. I think those are my two for this time slot. Well, for me on this slot, um, I'm going to take the Citadel. I really like them, plus the points. Could definitely see them winning that, <clears throat> winning that game outright. Um, I like Greensboro. I liked it a lot at four. I like it less at six and a half, but I still think it's a good play. Um, I also like, I do like La Tech a little bit against Lamar. Um, could see a 15, 16 point win in that game. And uh, I like Stony Brook laying the points against Binghamton and Texas State laying the points against Denver. There's a chunk of games here, some solid opportunities. Uh, that's about it, though. Rod, uh, for me, for me in this spot, uh, give me East Carolina over uh, James Madison here. Uh, East Carolina bounces back after their loss from uh, SMU. Uh, gets a win here, uh, and I also like uh, St. Bonnie's to uh, whoop up on uh, Hofstra. Um, 
Optus definitely not uh, been the team they were last year. Uh, and St. Bonnie's returned so many people from last year. So uh, they, they've got a wicked team. Uh, definitely be riding them lots this year. Give me uh, St. Bonaventure beat up Hofstra. And I like Kentucky. Give me Kentucky here. I know they haven't played so good all year, but uh, Kentucky in the last six is a dog. They're 5-1 and one ATS, last six is a dog. Um, and I think they get the outright win over North Carolina here. Uh, they play their defense steps up huge and shuts down North Carolina. Give me Kentucky. I like Northern Kentucky against Youngstown State. I like Milwaukee against Green Bay. A ton. Um, that one was borderline premium pick. I like Texas State against Denver. Denver's just it's a pure fade of Denver in that one. Spread knowledge like uh, North Carolina. Against Kentucky, playing the three. I think that Western Kentucky can cover against Alabama, too. Dayton Ole Miss, Notre Dame Purdue, ULM Southern Miss, Chattanooga UAB, Alabama AM against South Alabama. Ooh, that sounds dangerous. Rice against Sam Houston State. North Carolina State against Campbell. Miami against Jacksonville. Any of those, Brian? Yeah, I like Notre Dame at home to bounce back from that uh, loss they took. And Purdue going on the road after beating Ohio State soundly. I'll take the Irish plus the points. And then the other game I like is um, oh, K-State K plus the points against Baylor. I just think that's too many points. I know Baylor's significantly better. K-State stinks, but I just think that's too many points. Yeah, I like the under in the uh, the Jacksonville-Miami game. Just, it's going to be a low-scoring slugfest. I think 135 is just too high. Um, I like Notre Dame in the 4.5 against Purdue. I think that's a two-point game. I think you, can, you can even see Notre Dame maybe winning it outright, but I'll take the points to be safe. And uh, I like Dayton against Ole Miss. I like Dayton on the money line. It's my three for the time slot. For me here, I like uh, Southern Miss laying the points at home. I like South Alabama laying the points on the road against Alabama A&M. And I'd lean Portland plus the 23 and a half against Oregon. I just think that's too many points. For me, the two I like in a spot, uh, give me UMBC over Albany. Albany's playing their first game of the year. Uh, I think they're going to come out a little slow and sluggish. Uh, I like UMBC over Albany. Um, I like Baylor and Kansas State to go over the number. Uh, definitely going to see this offensive game back and forth. Uh, I like the over in that one. We got 501 likes on the Pick Dogs channel, so I got Northwestern as one of my premium picks in football against Ohio State, taking the points. Uh, I've got Ole Miss in football against LSU. I've got Boise over San Jose State. I gave you a free premium one already. All right. Gonzaga premium today. Get on them. The Zags crush today. They're going to they're have a party on them. And I'll give out one, too. I'll give out uh, Sam Houston State plus the one in the 
half. Take them on the money line. They're going to beat Rice today. The ball's on this kid. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the schedule. Sam Houston's played. It's insane. All right. Thanks, Hit everyone. Like for button. Thanks, everyone, for smashing the like button. Notification bells. Yeah. Can parlay him. Winthrop against Furman. Niagara against Fairfield. Did we go through all those? Did everyone give those out? I'm not, oh, yeah, it was my turn. That's, yep. why, that's, why, I said, that's why I said that. That's why I said that. Oh, let me give out a pick from that time slot, too. I like Dayton against Ole Miss, plus the two. I don't even, I, Ole Miss, I don't even know, understand why they're favored in that one. And then the line's gone up. Are you talking about college football? No, basketball. Oh. Ole Miss against Dayton. Ole Miss sucks. Did you see the Central Arkansas game? Hideous. Well, I, guess, you know, I know you don't watch the games on ESPN3. I'm the only one watching. It's like we have one viewer. It's like how they have a little viewer count like we have. It's like there's one. It's, it's you. <laughs> That's kind of like the old show I used to do a couple of years ago. There'd be like three viewers on yeah. it. Yeah. One of our competitor shows. I took some screenshots of it. She told me I was too old and crappy. <laughs> Anyways, Winthrop plus three against Furman. This this one could actually be a good game. Niagara against Fairfield. Baylor, Kansas State. Kansas State wrecking Iowa State. Charlotte against North Carolina A and T. Albany, the the Great Danes in action against UMBC. Retrievers against Great Danes. You know. The problem is, you know, you put, you know, it's tough, it's tough games like that. You know, you put two dogs in the same court, they got to sniff each other out first, you know, for, you know, who the hell even knows what's going on. Ohio State, UCLA, Kennesaw State against Sanford, LaSalle against Delaware, Oof. Temple against NJIT, New Jersey Institute of Technology. Are these all seven o'clock? No, these are four o'clock. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's like they put, this is what they put up against the Clemson Notre Dame game. <laughs> I'm trying like, not to make any screw-ups here. No, this, this, is, this is versus Clemson Notre Dame. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, for me in that time slot, UCLA Bruins uh, is not a big play, but I just think Ohio State's a little bit overrated. UCLA playing good basketball. I'll take them here small. That Wisconsin line is up to nine. Someone's got to be out. Wow, I'm glad I locked in early on that one. Someone's got to be out. Oh, they would have kicked their butts anyway, even if somebody wouldn't be out. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean towards UCLA as well. I uh, just haven't liked what I've seen from Ohio State much. <clears throat> and uh, I'm gonna take Furman against uh, laying the three against Winthrop. I just like I just really like this Furman team. That's all my for this time slot. Uh, for me, uh, I'm gonna take Winthrop on the money line. I, I just I really like Winthrop this year, and I think you're getting great value at plus one sixty five. Um, I also like UCLA, and. Um, 
even though they're miserable. I like LaSalle, I guess, <laughs> against Delaware because I just don't think this is a good Delaware team. And LaSalle's shown some decent things behind the three-point line in certain spots. So I'll take LaSalle and lay the points. For me in this spot, uh, I like Baylor over over Kansas State here. I like that over the number. Uh, I'm with Ron. Give me Winthrop on the money line. Uh, I think they uh, have no problem meeting firm in here. Uh, that's all I like in this spot. Yeah, this would normally be a big college basketball day, but with the college football kind of takes off the focus. It's a big college. I mean, there's some big games out there, but uh... eighty-six percent of the money on Wisconsin in that game, Brian. That don't scare you a little bit? Well, remember, I got in a little bit earlier, but. Uh, yeah, I see the big betters are definitely back in Wisconsin. We have 56% of the bets on Louisville and only 14% of the money on my sample size. It's just, to me, it looks like the small guys like the Cardinals and the big guys like the bad Yeah, but that's not, a, uh, that's not a, that's not that's a, that's not a, 56% is not, uh, like, showing, we'll see. you know, massive public backing. Louisville hasn't played in a while due to COVID. Yeah, no, they, they only have seven guys available for this game, but that was known, you know. They only have seven scholarship players available for this game. Badgers are going to eat them for lunch. 20-point win. They, just, they don't score 20 in a game, so it's going to be very, very hard for them <laughs> just, to do that. I'm just talking out of my ass. I, I know, but work. Wisconsin doesn't score more than 20 points, so it's, I don't see, you know, this is going to be a very low-scoring game. So getting to these numbers, you know, getting to a – getting to the spread number, I think, is going to be fairly difficult. Regardless, I don't think Louisville has any scrubs on the roster. Rick Pitino kind of took care of that. They have a system. They have a way. I feel like an idiot. I brought up a side window on my iPad, and I can't freaking get rid of it. Drive me crazy. (laughs) Such a moron. I can't even figure out how to work my iPad. Well, you got it. That's what you have kids for. And my son will just walk up to him and go, boop, boop. I like UCLA (laughs) against Ohio State. St. Peter's against Monmouth. St. Peter's, I had as a premium pick. They missed the tip-in. Two tip-ins at the buzzer to get it to overtime. They were down huge at halftime, came roaring back, and they had it at the buzzer. They had six seconds left, down by two. They dribbled it. They got a good look from uh, inside inside the free-throw line. Uh, Missed the shot, had two tip-in shots, and missed them both. And uh, Monmouth walked off with the win today. St. Peter's favored in that game. That line, of course, a late one. Oklahoma, minus 33 against Houston Baptist, who let me down the other day, (laughs) I would say. Uh, Virginia Tech against Coppin State. Syracuse against Buffalo in the line dropper. Pepperdine against UCSB. Northern Arizona against Eastern Washington. Anything there, Brian? Uh, yesterday I had Northern Arizona and the game got canceled. I'm taking them again today. A little bit less points than we got yesterday, I believe, but uh, I still believe that they cover. So Northern Arizona plus the points. Yeah, apparently the apparently someone's got the middle on this Louisville uh, Wisconsin game because 
it hit nine and bounced straight down from there to eight and a half. So I'm, my guess is that whoever had the early action that you were talking about is now trying to hit hit that middle, based on my based on you know, probably the same thought process that I have. That well, if you only score twenty points a game, covering nine is going to be difficult. Interesting. This one. This one. If you're a line watcher, this is one. This is a good one to watch. It's a three-point game. I'm like an all-day line watcher guy. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, CSU Northridge plus the points against Cal. I think that's way too many for Cal to be even giving up. And uh, I like Pepperdine against you know, UC Santa Barbara. Pepperdine's battle test, and if it's going to be a close game, I want the team that's going to make 86% of their free throws as opposed to 67% for UCSB. So, give me Pepperdine. And I'm going to take Eastern Washington. I just think Eastern Washington's battle tested. I don't think Northern Arizona's going to be able to do much of anything, so I'll, I'll lay the points with Eastern Washington on the road. We interrupt this for the comment of the day. Mitchell show has become a porta potty. You are arrogant, obnoxious, and treat. Your staff like hot garbage. Some of your competitors are equally as good at picking. Almost equally as good at picking, I would say. But they are kind. No, actually, they're phonies is what they are. You're, and you're a sucker is what that is. I know who this is, you know. Chris, you know who this is? I mean, it says Larry Tate, but we know who it is, right? Yes. I mean, Larry Tate is from Bewitched. You know, it's a character from Bewitched. I mean, this is a fake name. So we know who this is, you know. It's Joseph Thebow. Because no one says those things except for him. Because apparently you're still sending him emails with, with the, the pick articles because he didn't unsubscribe from the mailing list. Well, he had to have subscribed in the first place, right? That's what I'm saying. I keep, wow. getting, I, I keep getting emails telling me, telling me to tell you to, to, to stop emailing him. <laughs> All right. Where are we? Um, in, in this spot, in this time slot, I, I like Coppin State plus the 27. Coppin State's probably the most volatile team in the country. I mean, they they lost by 10 to Duke, and they get blown out to Georgetown. It's just if they make their shots, they get a lot of open looks. It's, they're one of the worst shooting teams, 34% field goal shooting. They can play tough. They they play good fundamental basketball. That I think they could cover the spread and maybe even make it kind of close down the stretch. So I'll, I'll take the points with Coppin State, and I will take St. Peter's in the bounce back revenge spot over Monmouth. Jones is out for Louisville. Good. That's the line move. Rod. Another one I like in this spot is I like Oklahoma. Oklahoma whoops up on Houston Baptist. Beats them by 40 plus. Only one I like in that spot. Arrogant, obnoxious, and I treat you guys like hot garbage. I don't know, man. I I have to say that um, I joke around with the guys on the show, and I think they know that. But as, like, behind the scenes, you know, I think I have an expectation, you know, but I don't think I treat everybody like hot garbage. I don't think, you know, I think it's the op. I think I'm a pushover in most cases, you know. I don't know. Yeah, hot garbage is when you pay somebody a crappy commission or uh, you act like you're pulling teeth if you're trying to get your money every month. But 
I think, you know, I think I, you know, when it comes to paying these guys. And, and yeah, never, Mitch always sends the money early. Like I never miss. And it's like, there's a day that people are supposed to get paid. I, I try and be super respectful of it. And if anyone ever needed anything, I usually say yes to almost anything. And, but I haven't, you know, I, ha- I have an expectation with the site and the quality of our product. And if I, if there's ever an issue, it's more to do with our product that we're, that we have, but I don't think I treat anybody like hot garbage i would have to say i got treated far worse at the last place i was at by a thousand times yeah i don't i don't i don't i don't understand the comment you know it's like that all the other stuff obnoxious arrogant whatever but and and the other people being kind when these are like the cheapskates of cheapskates i mean you i'm telling you like they pull into a valet and won't even give the guy five bucks you know it's like that's that's how that's how these guys are kind they're Four guys do a bed you know yeah I mean, ridiculous. You you don't even know what what kind. It's like, oh my god, you're you're a sucker. You are a sucker, man. <laughs> the kind of guys that go out and set tip in the valley to give him a bonus code for like elf or something <laughs> like that. It doesn't really matter. I don't really care. I just I don't I don't understand, but you know. I, I can't. I think I've spent more time on this than than it actually deserved. It's a, a lot season more time. Given. Anyways, I think everyone. I think people know. It's just if I am treating my my people like garbage, or I mean, I would want to know because that's something I could fix. Um, Here. Colorado. Uh, where, where are we? Let's finish what it. Time slot are we? We're at six o'clock. Okay. Stanford, Arizona, um, Vandy, Radford, Bradley, Miami of Ohio, St. Mary's, Colorado State, Georgia, Cincinnati, Missouri State, Northwestern State, Louisiana, McNeese, Florida State, UCF, Loyola, Cal Poly, and Villanova, St. Joe's to take us home. I'm very tempted to get off and put in Georgia plus two. I just... uh... No, they're they're five and zero, and they haven't really beaten anybody. I think this is a down year for Cincinnati. I think Georgia gets the win at home. Uh, I I'd have it as a premium if I could do it over again. I, I like Cincinnati just because of that. Uh, Georgia hasn't played anybody, and Cincinnati's only two and three because of the people they the teams they have played. So I like Cincinnati. I like UCF against Florida State. I just think this is a really good UCF team. I, uh, that Michigan loss was, I think, an aberration. I think it's just an overreaction. I like UCF getting the points. I think they keep this one within single digits. Uh, and I like uh, I like St. Mary's laying the points at home against Colorado State. I think St. Mary's is a lot better than I've been giving them credit for, and I think they're going to show that again today against Colorado State. Yeah, I, I like Cincinnati as well. I mean, Cincinnati has three losses, but they were all two top 100 teams. And, I mean, Georgia struggled against teams in the 200 rankings in Ken Palm. And I just think this is a spot where they finally face a tough team and get beat. Um, I also like Bradley laying the points against Miami, Ohio. And um, I do lean Central Florida, UCF against Florida State. I just think that's way too many points. It's going to be uh, less than a 10-point game there. I think Kelly's awesome, man. I would love to have her on our show. I would. She's she's 
I, you know, regardless of what she looks at, she's super knowledgeable. She's probably the, the, the best lady handicapper in the business. I don't know. I don't know how her record is on picks, but she knows what she's talking about. You know, I don't know what her overall record is. I actually, you know, the only pick I've ever seen her make was on the um, show on the Showtime show and she lost. It was the Rams Super Bowl pick against the Patriots. I had the same pick. You know, I lost too. That same pick. So, you know, but uh, I don't, so I don't really know her overall record and handicap, but she knows what she's talking about. Anytime I've ever heard her talk, she, she knows her shit. So that's why, I, like, those guys at Wager Talk, for the most part, I'm friendly with them because I can respect them. Some of these other guys in our industry, I just, I have zero respect for them. You know, it's like, I, I can't say anything good about them or say anything good to them because I have zero respect for them. Zero. Anyways, what's for me, up? For, for me in this spot, uh, I'm with Brian. I like Georgia. Give me Georgia over Cincinnati here. I think they, uh, they get a win finally. Uh, maybe it's Cincinnati outright. I'll take Georgia money line there. Uh, and I'm with you guys. Give me UCF. I like UCF here, plus the points. I think that's too many for this Florida State team. I think Florida State wins this game, but not die that many. It's just too many points. If, if you want just picks, you have a lot of options. Um, you can go to the premium area and buy our best bets, the ones we like the best, the ones that we're most confident about, the ones we're betting today. You can get those at the premium area. You don't have to listen to any of this stuff. You can just go. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Go straight to the premium area, right? That's the way. Or you can go to either of our websites. We have free picks on every game. Plus, I've done YouTube videos on all these. So you have a lot of options, you know. So nothing is forcing you to stay here to get picks. Yeah, we've had enough of this guy. This guy's just a douchebag. Time for you to go. Anyways, I like um, I like Colorado State a ton against St. Mary's. I just like the team that they have returning from last year, except for Nico Carvacho. They return everybody, and they were good last year. St. Mary's returned nobody, and they haven't really played anybody, and they haven't really you know looked overly impressive, even though they have a pretty good record. Um, that it's not like they're they're blowing teams out, you know, like they're gonna be able to blow out this Colorado State team by you know more than a three. I think it's a gift. I think that Colorado State could win that game outright. I like Buffalo against Syracuse. Mm, that's it. All right, parlay time, Ruflo. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, Northern Kentucky, uh, Western Kentucky. And Notre Dame in a college hoops. <clears throat> no football? And nothing I like enough to give out of the parlay. Rod? Muted. Yep. Ron? Um, I got just a college hoops parlay today. 
Uh, Greensboro, UNC Greensboro laying the points. Citadel money line and Winthrop money line. Rod, you back with us? Sorry. Yeah, I'm back here. Sorry. We didn't hear a word. Uh, for me, college football, parlay, we're going to go uh, Boise State minus the points. Alabama minus the points. Oklahoma minus the points. Parlay those three up. Uh, college hoops, I'm going to go Dayton plus two. St. Bonnie is minus the points. And Baylor over 135 and a half. Ryan? I got a mixed parlay in college basketball. Uh, Georgia money line uh, in college football, Ole Miss over the total. And then college football, Wisconsin minus the points. Those three uh, parlayed up for 100. Carolina Panthers plus the points for me. Go with uh, Northern Arizona plus the points in college basketball. And college football, Cincinnati. So Cincinnati, uh, Northern Cincinnati, Northern Arizona, and Carolina Panthers. Thanks everyone for joining us. This is a long show on Saturdays. Um, I know that you know you don't get to watch the replay until uh, until the show is over, so you miss a lot of the early games, which just means sign up for those notifications and get here on time. Everyone knows I always stall out the first five minutes or so to give everybody a chance to join us. So uh, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Thanks everyone for joining us. I appreciate every one of you, and. Uh, Have a great day. We'll try and act more professional tomorrow.